Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of ABC's Three Quick Things podcast. My name is Steve Kona, and I will be your host today. Three Quick Things is a podcast that talks about the best practices and information that we can share with the commercial construction industry. And today, I am joined by our guest, David Tercios, who is with Nielsen Watowitz New and Associates, and he will be talking about how to keep your bond rating up and going uh, during this COVID-19 crisis. Dave, welcome. Hey, Steve. Appreciate you having me. You bet. So let's talk about you have three tips that contractors could use um, during this time to maintain uh, and keep their bond rating up. So why don't you just start with uh, the first tip? Yeah, so it's it's um, it's pretty much, you know, there's, there's a number of items that we're discussing with our customers at this time. And uh, I've gone ahead and, and I've picked the three that I, I feel are, are probably the most crucial to keep your eye on. And the first of those three is looking closely at the contracts that you're about to enter into. Um, more than likely, the contract already has wording in it that speaks to force majeure, which is uh, unforeseeable circumstances mm-hmm. that pr- prevent someone from fulfilling a contract. Well, Unfortunately, there's already case law in place that has deemed um, pandemics like this one not being applicable for force majeure. So, you know, don't rely on that wording being in there as um, a, a way to um, protect yourself from any any kind of unforeseeable issues moving forward. Um, to take it a step further, we've actually we're already seeing contracts come to us that have specific wording uh, that's anti-COVID-19. So in other words, it specifically says that COVID-19 is not an acceptable reason for your project to not be completed on time or you know, to cover you against any, any delays. So what we're actually doing is, is we're, we're encouraging our customers to propose COVID-19 language in their contracts, um, include wording in there that speaks to um, you know, allowing COVID-19 to be a reason why there's delays on the projects or, or delays in getting supplies to your projects and maybe even adding wording in there that allows you to provide uh, change orders for any unexpected expenses that are associated with delays. And, you know, Steve, I just got to say this, at any time that we speak to, we as, as, you know, surety bond agents, we speak to these types of things we have to say it with the caveat that we're not attorneys. You know, we have wording that we can propose to you, but we, we advise you to take that wording and speak to your construction-oriented attorney and together figure out what the best way to implement any of those suggestions may be. Yeah, that's a good point, Dave. So um, it is a suggestion from you, but I think it's, a, it's still a good point to review your contracts, make sure a construction attorney looks over them, and, uh, and put yourself in the best possible position um, to be successful. So what's your uh, second tip? So the second one, it has to do with um, companies' CPA-prepared financial statements. So most companies have their fiscal year-end at December 31st. And as a rule of thumb, surety companies give you 90 days to have those financial statements finalized, which obviously that takes you to March 31st, which we just recently passed. Historically, surety companies have been a little lax in that deadline. Um, but honestly, right now, we're not positive how the surety industry is going to respond to not only this pandemic, but the resulting financial crisis. 
Um, the last time we saw a, a, a downtick, if you will, in the economy was 2010. And at that time, you know, the surety industry had pretty strict guidelines in place. Uh, their underwriting criteria was, was pretty stringent. So the surety industry wasn't affected that much by it. Today, you know, with the past 10 years of the economy being as good as it has been, so we're, we're encouraging them to make sure the financial statements from their CPA are in place. We're also encouraging them to make sure that their internal accounting systems are up to date and capable of providing interim financial statements so the surety companies can, um, can review them uh, as needed. Um, we definitely foresee an uptick in more bond requirements, especially if you're performing projects in the private sector. I've already actually fielded a couple of phone calls where my customers have been working with owners for months to get contracts in place. And when they get to the signing table to sign the contract, the bank is saying, hey, by the way, we want a bond in place on this project. So banks are getting nervous. So, um, you know, because we see more bond need requirements being made, we just definitely want to make sure that all of our customers are, are ready to respond quickly when, if and when that, that opportunity arises. Got it. Got it. So that, those are two awesome tips. So let's uh, wrap it up with, uh, with your third tip. Yeah, and the, the third one has to do with lines of credits um, that most companies have. As an industry, we always encourage our customers to have a line of credit in place with a bank, not necessarily use it, but have it for rainy days. Like, you know, you would say now is definitely a rainy day. Um, what you gotta be careful with that though, is you wanna make sure that if you have a line of credit in place, that your company is in compliance with whatever those requirements are. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is all line of credit agreements have what's called a right of offset, um, term term in there, which allows the bank to go into your deposit accounts and pay off your line of credit if ever they get nervous for whatever reason. Um, this actually happened quite a bit um, 20 years ago during the 9-11 financial crisis. You know, many banks went into their customers' bank accounts, took the money from there to pay off the line of credit, and then close that line of credit. And the result was there were a number of construction companies that found themselves out of business because money they thought they had sitting there wasn't there anymore. So communication with your bank is very critical at this point to make sure that they're not nervous, make sure they're not gonna do something crazy like that, a, a knee-jerk reaction that you know you find yourself in, in a position where you have a lot less capital than you, you thought you would have. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Dave, all of these um, tips have been amazing. And first of all, I just want to thank you for what you do for our industry. Um, not only do you serve on our executive committee, but you also serve on our state and national board. So I just wanted to thank you for everything that you do uh, for the industry. And thank you for keeping uh, our contractors informed uh, about how they can make themselves better. So Dave, thank you very much for joining us today. I appreciate you saying that, Steve. And uh, thank you for the opportunity. And uh, anything I can do to help anybody, please don't hesitate to reach out. Okay, great, Dave. Thank you very much. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, bye-bye.